Welcome to this marketing edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today on the show, we have Brandon Sellers from Karma CRM, and we'll be chatting about a really interesting subject, cold emailing. Uh, thank you so much for joining the B2B Nation, Brandon. Uh, good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to, to talk a little bit a little bit about this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Now, what, what would you say, Brandon, is sort of the state of, of cold emailing right now in 2016, obviously? It's definitely not a new thing, right? Um, and I feel like those sort of things tend to be cyclical and we're really sort of seeing a little bit of a resurgence of this tactic, right? Yeah, I definitely think there's definitely been a resurgence in cold emailing. You know, a couple of years ago, Aaron Ross, of course, put out, you know, this cold calling 2.0 methodology that's kind of really started to bubble up. And I definitely see, you know, there's a lot more cold emailing platforms out there that make it easier. There's nothing out there that really make it make it more personalized. So I would say that the state of cold emailing, um, one thing to mention is that we're kind of beyond the stages of cold calling 2.0 in the sense that. You know, Ann Rossi kind of advocates that it's a good idea to to email like the top the top guy, like the CEO of the company, and then you know let him do the legwork for you, and you know ask him, hey, who do you think I should talk to you about this product that I'm selling, more or less. In that, I've seen that definitely like people are are much less likely than because they they've seen it so much before. They're you know much more likely to think that hey, you should put the onus on yourself to do a little bit more legwork and and figure that thing out. So I've actually seen a, a pretty drastic decrease in emails you know directly to CEOs asking for that like trickle down um, effect. So I think that's that's very important. Well, one thing that is hugely important is don't just send one cold email. Like don't just send one cold email and expect to get a response and then wonder why you're not why you're not getting responses. You must have a three to seven email long sequence or else you're just not going to get the, the reply rates that a ton of these guys are seeing. You know, when you see we've had some pretty insane reply rates over and open rates over over some of our, our campaigns. And a bigger reason is because that we don't just send one email. You know, we, we spend we might we might send them seven. And of course, you know, things things change and you got to be cognizant of not just you know, continually spamming people and you, and those emails must be value added. You definitely have to send more than one email. Besides that, I mean, I would definitely intelligently look for different cold email opportunities, basically just looking for data points that say, Hey, they might be looking for a, a new solution. So if a company appears on angel call or, or crunch base, they might, you know, just have gotten around to funding or something like that, you know, and you think, okay, they're in a position they need to, they need to, need to start scaling or if they have a specific hire, if all of a sudden they hire a sales guy, or if you have a sales guy that you are connected with that has gone to a different company, there's a much greater chance that they're they're going to be looking for, in that instance, a CRM uh, application. But, you know, you can apply that to a lot of different roles. So there are definitely like like things like that that you'd want to look out for. So overall, the state of email marketing is it's becoming much, much, much more intelligent. There are a lot of different data points that, that you're going to want to look at. And, you know, everyone's just getting a lot better at it. So you really need to step up your game and, you know, stay on top of these things. Oh, my gosh. So many questions. I have so many follow-ups. Um, three, two, seven. Can you explain that real quick? Yeah. So you should be sending three to maybe seven uh, emails in a cold emailing email. email gotcha. So, you know, when when you don't get that first reply, like that's completely expected. And then so you have your you, you, you know, you're pitching your idea or what you, of course, should really be pitching is, yeah, you should really be pitching your idea, not your product. And once you do that in your first email. 80% of the time, you're not going to get a reply, right? And maybe maybe more than that. And then so you should reply, you should send a follow-up saying, hey, you know, 
did you get this message? Um, by the way, we have this, you know, little ebook that might help you out, help you, you know, solve this problem that my research has told me that, that you are having. And then you kind of continue on using those different value added tactics in these cold emails. Um, so how does, how does pre-targeting help uh, with all of this, Brandon? Um, how do you know who that you're sending these emails to? So pre-targeting can work in a couple of different ways because if you think about it, like everyone's online in so many different capacities, right? Like you could be on LinkedIn, you could be on Twitter, you could be on Facebook. Everyone obviously uses like, you know, things like, like Google search and things like that. So you have so many different ways where you can contact people before you actually send them a, a cold email or, or warm them up to your brand. So, um, you know, we just did an article about Facebook pre-targeting and what that basically does is means that, you know, you get your list of people that you, that you want to send a cold email to, right? And you could use, you know, things like LeadFuse or Sales Intelligent to help, to help you build that list of, you know, people you want to cold email. And then you basically make a Facebook, you know, retargeting campaign and then you just warm them up to your brand, you know? So you see, if you see Karma CRM on your Facebook page 10 times before, and then and all of a sudden you get a cold email, you're much more likely to be like, hmm, I'm kind of interested because I, I see their brand, uh, you know, I've gotten a little bit more familiar with them. So you basically just warm them up a little bit to your brand. And you could do the same thing with Twitter. What you can also do with Twitter is you can just, you just go ahead and follow them on Twitter with your brand or yourself because, you know, people are much more likely to buy from people that they're familiar with your brand or people that they are familiar with you. So you can use Twitter or LinkedIn to follow and connect people so they can be more familiar with you or they can be more familiar with your brand. So you know, that, that's where pre-targeting kind of works and just warming people up to either your brand or warming people up to you. Yeah, it sort of sounds a little bit like a more, I guess, a more manual version of account-based marketing, you know, where you're trying to get those ads directly in front of the folks that you want to reach ultimately. And it sounds like, yeah, you're just going out there and making sure that either via Facebook or, or Twitter that, right, you can get, get your name out there and that they're familiar with you before that first email. Nice. That that makes exactly. – that's a exactly. great, great practice. I know you mentioned um, we sort of had this conversation within the context of email marketing, but I'm curious. Uh, we, we've sort of been the process now too. We, we've done a good uh, amount of, of discussion around uh, exactly what your sort of cold emailing process should look like but how does technology sort of fit into this so uh, where does crm maybe marketing automation software fit into this conversation technology is a big part of of how you would would do this obviously and there have been a ton of different technologies that have come out that are essentially help you automate like a cold email sequence so there's thing there are things like reply and persist iq and i think growbots basically does this they're a little bit different and then there's a brand new one called woodpecker there's outreach.io there's a lot of these platforms that help you basically send a automated cold email sequence and then so they act a bit like crm platforms the thing to keep in mind with these is that even though you're you know you're completely automating these things and even though you're using this technology to help you you have to make sure that you are remaining personal. So you can't just, you know, send out 500 emails a day to that are, you know, say the same exact thing to, you know, a, you know, 500 people and expect to get, you know, a positive result. So what's going to happen is people are going to mark the emails as spam and then you're going to stop being able to send emails because your, you know, internet service provider is going to going to cut you off, right? So you have to remember with these automated platforms to still be intelligent and your CRM, especially Karma CRM kind of fits in there as um, a way that an alternative way where you can, you know, send these emails not so automated and be able to keep notes and things like that and keep up with your customers 
customer through your your CRM platform. So with Karma CRM, that's where I send out all of our cold emails. And that's where I um, actually get reminded to send up, send our follow-up cold emails. So I'll basically use our, our web clipper to clip in from, from LinkedIn or, or, or wherever I get, get the email address. And I'll actually pair that with Email Hunter so I can get an email address. It loads into our Karma CRM software. And then with Karma CRM, you can just send the send email you know directly through there and then we actually have this really cool new feature that we that, that we have coming out for to the public pretty soon where you can basically add people to add people to buckets and it's going to remind me automatically you know after three days after you know four days or however however i i set it to send a follow-up email so i basically have a bucket set that's for code emailing i send an email i add them to the bucket and you know every three days four days five days however i set it that's going to remind me to send a follow-up email of which I've already kind of made a template for. So that really kind of helps me automate the process and, and, and get things done quicker. Yeah, that's such a cool, that's both, I mean, all, all those ideas, it seems like really, really make this process a well-oiled machine. I mean, I can uh, remember from what I've done in cold emailing, it's definitely not that nearly this, you know, this smooth and this efficient. And I guess if you're doing, you know, on, on a daily basis, you really need it to be, um, especially as a, as a salesperson and as a sales technique. So um, what would you say, Brandon, are, are some common mistakes when trying to cold email? Could you give me maybe, I guess, the top three or so mistakes that folks typically make and how they can uh, not make those? Common mistakes. There are so many mistakes <laughs> that everyone makes, and I make I make every every single day for sure because you know it's it's a continual learning process. So you know it's, it's good you're making making these mistakes. You know just learn from them. I think kind of the biggest thing that I see people that are somewhat new at cold emailing, I definitely see them making the mistakes of just really pitching their product and not really pitching an idea. Like you're never ever going to close. I would like to meet the guy who closed a sale with one cold email. Like that's not, that's not the objective, right? Your objective is to basically get them, get them on the phone and get to the, get to the next step. And to do that, like if you're sitting here, you know, listing off, you know, these great features of, of your product, which m might be great, but they're just like, why is this guy just, you know, telling me features? Like people want you to solve their problems for you. So pitch them an idea about how you're going to solve their problem. And then you're going to be able to get them to the next step. Another big mistake people make is not sending the right message to the right person. So that's where personalizing your emails really comes in comes into play. So if you want to pitch a sales product to real estate agents, like you should have have them research, and they're not going to you know be caring about you know your PPC platform because 75% of real estate agent sales come from referral sales. So know that, know what their actual pain point is. And be able to pitch them. Hey, I, I have a way that you can, you know, double your your referral sales because because I've researched them heavily. And then my third biggest mistake people probably make, and this isn't like too big, but I see people spending so much time on subject lines when you really don't have to be that great in in subject lines. If you you know you don't have to be like that creative, and you definitely don't want to be misleading in the subject lines because that will that will quickly get you um, on a, on a spam list. Subject lines are important and they're how you get, you know, your open rates, but don't overdo it. When you get something solid, like, Hey, does X company want to increase their referral sales, which is one of my favorite subject lines and probably the one that, that worked the best for me. Once you get something solid like that, just don't over, don't overdo it. <laughs>
I really quickly want to share uh, my 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 biggest pet peeve. Maybe maybe in business is when I get an email from someone that has the font color that's different because they just pasted you know a message. That is when I've gotten that email, I just almost always immediately disregard it because it's like you really didn't put any you know time or effort into this email. You just you know have been copying and pasting and sending this to you know a million people, and it's super obvious when it happens, and it's. Uh, always really frustrating. So, and I don't, I don't know if automated software. I, I assume it would help with that. But uh, every time I see that, I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Come on, yeah. Figure, figure out what you're yeah. doing here. And sometimes it's even a different. It's a different font. It's not even just a different color. It's like, oh man, like, come on, guys. Yeah, that goes into like personalizing, personalizing the messages, right? Like, you want to, we want people. Even if you're sending them to 100 people today, like you want people to feel a little bit at least that that you know you spent some time like researching their actual problem and you're not just spamming them, right? Like exactly. that's that's how you really get those great reply rates. I think this will sort of be the final full question here. Um, do you have a favorite like subject line of all time from a cold email that someone has sent you? That someone has sent. Maybe one that you've sent. Either one that you've okay. sent or that you've received. Yeah, like my favorite subject line that I have sent is definitely probably just like, does company X need help with their referral sales? Like I mentioned um, a little bit earlier, just because, and it's my favorite just because I think it was on the, the email campaign that we got the best reply rate. Super simple, super yeah, straightforward. Yeah, it was super simple. It was straightforward. I didn't have to think about it a ton and it just, it just worked. So yeah, again, like I don't really think you need to be that creative with subject lines because if you're getting creative you're probably going to start to mislead people and that's breaking laws there so yeah i mean i definitely advocate you know just just simple stuff don't overthink it and then just have it be very relevant to the message that you are about to send people have you ever received the uh, long island iced tea email before the long island iced tea i don't i'm not actually yeah so that, that that is a cold email i got what is this August 10th, 2015. I have it starred in my inbox here. Um, it says, Hi, Josh. I have a very thick skin, so please go ahead and let me know if you are, one, on vacation sipping Long Island iced teas and are not thinking about work now, two, all set for now, or three, interested in learning more about our company. That's always struck me as really interesting. Obviously, it didn't work. I didn't respond, but <laughs> I think that's uh, there's a, there's an interesting line there. I think between being creative and being a little like overly creative, a little obnoxious. So um, I'm not sure where that one fits. I kind of like it. I it kind of rubs me the wrong way. So uh, unclear yeah. at this point. But um, yeah, Brandon, how can our listeners find out more about you and about uh, Karma CRM and all that you guys have to offer? Yeah, you can definitely go to KarmaCRM.com and check out the platform. And, of course, you can reach us at uh, reach us on Twitter at KarmaCRM. And, then, and I'm also on Twitter at uh, Brandon T. Prosper. So you can reach us um, any one of those ways and, you know, sign up, for, sign up for Karma, check us out. And then, you know, if you have any questions or anything like that, please feel free to, you know, reach out to us on Twitter. Awesome, awesome. Uh, thanks again, man, for joining me. This has been this is a really cool. I, this is actually like a really, really interesting conversation because I learned a lot, and I think hopefully our listeners learned a lot too. So, um, thanks again, man. Yep, no problem. Of course. Also, thank you so much to our listeners for following along. To find out more about BAB Nation, including our HR, IT, and Lead Generation Edition, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, and only if you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.